and welcome to the parents and I hope um, this session uh, will really uh, cover a lot of the questions that the parents may have so this session is strictly um, you know focused on how we're going to be moving forward and preparing for the 2021 and 2022. Our team of staff have been working hard uh, trying to really prepare for the new school year and so as our leaders and we're here to, um, you know, share with you what we have in plan and also to answer any questions that you may have. And I am, uh, I have with me, and if I may, uh, you know, welcome Dr. Bazzi and congratulate him as well for becoming the superintendent of the academies. Uh, and I continue to serve uh, and to be there uh, for as long as it takes. So, and with that, Dr. Bazzi, welcome uh, to the show. Thank you, Mrs. Amani. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, as always, appreciate it. Love working with you. We'll continue to work with you for forever, not for <laughs> until well, we'll, we'll have a great time, continue to push the, the district forward. That's for sure. So our focus continues, as always, to be the students and what's in their best interest. So we are here uh, to serve the parents and their kids and um, and also to ensure that our staff are also well taken care of. Uh, with that said, um, if I may just uh, just briefly touch base on uh, what we're here for in a, in a nutshell, and Dr. Bazzi will elaborate in further detail okay. about, you know, what will take place and what the 2021-22 would look like. So, as I mentioned, a lot of work has been taking place. At the same token, we continue to monitor the state um, and the legislative changes uh, from the perspective of the COVID and uh, the health department as well, and just kind of continue to be current and monitor and plan accordingly. As it seems for now, uh, the state is pushing, and so as uh, intermediate school districts and the Wayne County, the Macomb County, the counties all around uh, are pushing for a normalcy uh, in returning to the school. What that means is that uh, we will be looking at returning to school as normal as has been in the past but of course safely and cautiously uh, so we've all learned a lot of things so that is going to continue to be in place the safety procedures 
taking uh, safety measures to ensure the continued safety of our stakeholders. That includes the staff, the students, the administrators, the visitors, um, parents who come in, and all of that. So uh, we've learned a lot of lessons, and that's you know we've grown out of that. And there will be uh, certain changes to the butter, not to really go backwards. Uh, but we're going to be dealing with, um, you know, trying to address the students uh, from a perspective of their uh, social emotional aspects, you know, having gone through the pandemic and also from the academic perspective, knowing that the virtual learning, um, we worked very hard to ensure that our students continue to be on top of their studies, but we all know uh, there's nothing like being in person. So the strategies, the uh, interactions and all of that uh, further the learning experiences to a higher level, which was a little bit missing. So, or maybe to some extent missing quite a bit. So it depends on, you know, the cases that we've had, some students experienced uh, different difficulties than others, uh, especially with family members being impacted uh, with the COVID. So we're looking at all the different scenarios to accommodate the different needs of our students and to make sure that uh, we're on top of things and planning for all scenarios and taking care of them. And so, again, we're going to be going to a sense of normalcy, which is a great thing to do. And uh, at the same token, we are being flexible to ensure that, you know, we're following the guidelines and procedures and we are ready to step in and whatever the state may uh, change at the last mm -hmm. moment. So we've demonstrated to the families that we are on top of things. We switched when we needed to switch into virtual, and now we are ready to switch into in-person. We've been transitioning through uh, the last program we had since March 22nd, where our students did go uh, at, their, at the option of their parents uh, into in-person, and many chose to be virtual. And we also have the summer program planned accordingly, and our students and staff are doing a great job. Uh, we don't have any safety concerns and you know especially with all the safety measures that we have taken at the building uh, from a you know, perspective of the individuals who wear masks and stay six feet distancing to the building uh, maintenance and preparing it to be safer uh, antivirus and um, conducive to a positive learning experience with that, I would like to invite Dr. Basley uh, to please uh, provide additional information as to what the parents would be looking at uh, from a perspective of academic structure, scheduling, etc. Definitely. You. You're welcome. Thank you, Mrs. Amadi. And, um, you know, to piggyback off of the a couple things you said, I think kudos goes out to all the parents, students and staff, a job well done. And a, um, one like any other in 100 years. So Thank you for bearing with us. And yes, I mean, we did have to make changes along with the state. It was last second changes per the guidance of the state. But I think working hard, being flexible across the board, we were able to have a successful school year, whether it be virtual or a hybrid model. But going into 21-22, which is very important and something Ms. Samadhi, you spoke of earlier, is that the state and the ISD is moving towards 100% of students being in-person learning uh, for the fall of 2021. At this point, this is the decision, the direction they're taking. Could that change in a month from now? We, we just don't know at this point, but we do want to prepare all of our families that all of our academies at this point, based upon the state and ISD guidelines, that we will be in person 
uh, for the fall. Now, school starts August 30th this year. Uh, that is the official date. We are starting before Labor Day. Uh, the school will start normal time, 7.55. Breakfast will be offered, 7.30 across the board. Uh, school will end at 3.15, Monday through, Monday through Thursday. And then on Friday, we end, we end the day at 12.30, half day, and then staff have PD from 1.30 to 3.30. It is very, very important that we all understand that accountability is on the table for next year, which means it's so important that students are at school before 7.55. Uh, because tardies, absences, all of that will now go back to normal, as Ms. Hamaria said early, in terms of normalcy. Uh, so all of that's going to be accountable. Your assessments, your absences, tardies, state assessments, all of that will now return to being normal in terms of accounting for it. So if you have a certain amount of tardies, they do lead to absences and so forth. Another important uh, factor is uniforms. We are going to go back to our uniforms, going back to normal as it was almost two years now, almost a year and a half um, in terms of seeing you in the hallways. Now, there is going to be a change in uniforms in terms of parents will be able to get their uniforms online and delivered for free to their house. Uh, they will have a voucher to order their free uniforms per child. And then if they'd like to get additional, they can do so right at the comfort of their own home. And it's delivered for you for free. Uh, so we want to get that rolling. You'll get more information as uh, the summer you know, begins to wind down. Enrollment, all that's happening throughout the uh, summer. If you are still interested in enrollment, please contact any one of our academies uh, that you are interested in attending acceptance letters have been sent out including pre-k this week so look for that it will have all the information that you need to know leading up to the upcoming school year along with the school calendar for the year so those are very important uh, notes to to keep in mind as we head into august uh mr Strafti, if we can go back to number three uniform and mass and somebody asked this in the chat about mass this is important and so mrs amani and i and, and the team are waiting for guidance. Uh, there is CDC saying something, the state saying another thing. So we are waiting for full guidance from the state and the health department in terms of whether or not they are requiring or recommending masks or no masks entirely. So we don't have that final say just yet. We are waiting for the state and the health department to make that call to guide the schools in terms of what it is, uh, how do we go about with dealing with masks uh, so we don't have that answer just yet. Once we do have it, uh, we will let you know. But our goal is to have everyone in person. There's not going to be any surveys uh, for whether to choose or not. We're not in an extended learning uh, platform. Uh, the goal, like I mentioned earlier, from the state and ISD is to be in person um, come the fall. In terms of Chromebooks, this was brought up uh, again in terms of what are we going to do with the Chromebooks? We are providing all students, uh, as Ms. Samadhi did, is be before even the pandemic hit the state of Michigan, I think uh, Ms. Samadhi was drawing up the plan with the IT team along with the principals on how do we get the Chromebooks to the students. So students will be given a Chromebook to each one of the students across all the academies to utilize for the 21-22 school year. That does not mean that you're gonna have virtual classes. This means that you will be using these to complete homework assignments, to do activities uh, from home after school hours. So the utilization of Google Classroom will continue. 
Teachers will post assignments, uh, provide videos, lecture notes to help guide your homework assignments from home. Uh, so those are things uh, when you get back into the building, teachers will kind of explain how it's going to work. The building principal, along with the team of teachers, uh, will get together to touch base on how the Chromebook logistics will work, but they will not be utilized 100% in the classroom because we are going back to cooperative learning, Kagan structures, um, utilizing each other, social, emotional, and character building will happen throughout the classroom as it did years ago. And the Chromebooks are going to be supplemental uh, to what it is that you're doing in the classroom. Two more points I uh, want to make between clubs and organizations and athletics and field trips. We have every intentions at this point to run all the programs for the guidance of the state, the ISD and MHSAA. Uh, again, things may change in a month or so. We just don't know. But as of right now, based upon all their guidance, uh, full-blown sports, full-blown clubs, organizations, field trips are going to be back on the map uh, in terms of offering that as an extension of the classroom uh, in terms of the curriculum and the units. Uh, so we're looking at all of those. As of right now, they stand full-blown 100% in the fall. Uh, but if anything changes, we definitely will let you know. And then really parent involvement. It is so critical going into 21-22 where parents definitely get involved with your child's education. A great start would be power school, getting access to your child's grades, comments, uh, transcripts, all of that during your uh, welcome or I should say open house or parent orientation in August uh, and the principals and all that information will be shared in the month of August. Come to these parent orientations, sign up for power school, get the access that you need and you'll get um, alerts as grades change, as assignments are put in, get involved in field trips, get involved with activities. We have been away for about a year and a half and we really need to kind of regain that community and, and, and school pride across all of our schools. Not to say that it was gone, but we have to admit it was missing and we did miss all of our students. We missed our parents and our staff and that collaboration on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, and we need to have that back. So please parents, you know, as the school year starts to begin uh, here in August during parent orientation, come in, meet the teachers, sign yourself up, get your power school access, and really let's have a great year. We're looking forward to a, a great year. Uh, and I know Mrs. Hamadi will add on to this as well. It's it's just gonna be the Eid all over again every single day, just being able to see all of you every day, the smiles, you know, the good, you know, the ups and downs, the season changes, it, it's okay. But uh, we're gonna have a great school year and uh, we have a lot of activities planned. NHS has got some activities planned. We're gonna get the community involved and we're, we're gonna have a great academic and community school year. We're really looking forward to that. I wanna add something as well in answering some of the questions that are coming forth. So uh, the first day of school is August 30th, uh, 2021, that's a Monday. Uh, and also the question that came up, will vaccines be required? So far it's not mandatory. Uh, so we will not mandate it. However, it is recommended, um, you know, a lot of uh, doctors and the state, the health departments, they're pushing for it. So for those who, you know, would like to be vaccinated, we recommend that you do that before you start the school year. Don't wait till the school year starts. Uh, so from the school perspective, we will not mandate it. 
Uh, and then the question was, is it going to be three days or five days? It's going to be full force, regular school year, regular week, five days a week. And then another question that came up regarding the Canton, uh, start in Canton. Uh, Canton is one of our buildings and one of our schools. The same rules and guidelines apply to it. So it will be in person. Yes, it will be in person. So we're looking forward to meet the parents uh, for Canton. And there will be an open house at the beginning of the school year. You will be notified. Uh, so the principal uh, is already working hard on you know, preparing for welcoming the students and the parents. Uh, and then the sports, Dr. Bazzi touched base on that. So uh, we're going back to normalcy. So which we're looking forward to having teams and all of that. Uh, as far as welcoming parents back, of course, we welcome parents back. However, in the interest of uh, being cautious, so we, uh, we advise the parents uh, not to come in and unnecessarily, uh, like feeling so comfortable and, you know, like, we're trying to establish a sense of normalcy, but it's going to be phased in. So, and we're cautiously opening uh, for the students and the parents best to coordinate to schedule your meetings. So we don't end up having a building that's packed of parents and students, and then maybe, you know, kind of having an issue with safety. So um, while we're going back to normalcy, we're cautiously doing it. So we advise the parents to please help us and first welcoming the students in will, you know, get back on our feet. And as things become better and better with, you know, the instructions that come in from the health department, uh, you know, easing off the pressure on all of us, then, you know, hopefully we'll get back to that stage. So we appreciate your understanding on that. As far as do the students wear, have to wear masks. So far, what we're looking at, um, we're monitoring the changes. So we won't know till the beginning of the school year. At that time, we will give you specific instructions as to how it would look uh, like. We have not made the decision on the part of the masks, whether they're going to be required or not, because we don't have uh, directions yet uh, from the health department as to whether this should be required or not. So again, we're being cautious. It will remain an option. There are students who may be immunized or vaccinated for COVID and staff who are vaccinated. Uh, there are guidelines on that. Even with a vaccinated staff and students, some will opt to wear a mask. And from our perspective, uh, we're cautious on that, not requiring and not eliminating either. So until then, we will know, uh, we'll keep you posted as to what the guidelines will be as we get closer to the opening. It's too soon to make that decision. And as far as the cafeteria and the playground, yes, they will be open. And, uh, open and ready Dr. Bazzi, you want to add? Yeah, uh, no, definitely. Um, everything will be open, cafeteria as normal. Students will come to the cafeteria, eat during their lunch periods. The playground will be open for the kids. There's a working schedule uh, across all of our academies where students can go outside, take a brain break. Um, and there are other questions regarding middle and high school. Do they stay in the same classes? No, you will transfer from one class to the next as you did a, year, a couple years ago. Uh, from first hour to second hour, the five minute rule applies throughout all of the academies. So you cannot be tardy to your class. You gotta start getting to the habit from going from one class to the next and making sure you make it on time to your classes. So you will be switching your classes uh, throughout the day. Uh, so that's something to really keep a note of. 
on the virtual end, uh, so the state is actually waiving, uh, eliminating all the waivers, and they don't want to see virtual continuing. Uh, they want to see complete return to the school. So that's at this point, that's what the state is stating to all of the schools in Michigan. Um, whether we will have an option on a virtual, we would be allowed. We don't have that direction at this point. So we will keep you posted. That's another thing. Uh, we don't have clarity from the state. Uh, if that would be at this point, it's not allowed, but they may somehow come up with an exception and or a specific program to allow us uh, to do virtual. We're not looking at that yet. For so, high school, I'm going to get a chance to choose my classes. So um, I don't know what uh, school you're referencing. Uh, but the building principals will be sharing something out. Uh, um, high school, I'm assuming it has to be one of the three academies between STAR, UA, and ULA. They'll send direction on that for your courses. Look for something from the building principal regarding uh, your classes for high school. Uh, in terms of lockers, yes, lockers will be used. Students will be issued lockers. Again, I know it's it's hard to believe after two years we're asking simple questions, but but they mean something, right? Because that's how long it's been since we were really in a normal school year. So that's, I mean, we are so excited, goosebumps all the way around uh, to have everyone back and, and really get back into what education looks like and, and what it means for all of us in our community. Parents pick us up. Uh, usually at dismissal, and again, I, I don't know the reference to the grade level, so it's hard to say, but as you normally would in your building, if the middle schoolers and high schoolers are free to go from the doors, from a hallway or doorway, the bell rings, students are free to go. If it's elementary and they're being picked up from the classroom, same way. Um, think back, unless you're a new parent, to what it was maybe two years ago, even though it's kind of hard to say. So basically, yes, a, no, a normal school year, whatever normal means, yes. <laughs> That's the goal. You know, Dr. Bezzi, I see the questions why they're coming because, you know, we've gone over a year, a year almost <laughs> a year and a half with abnormal. Yeah. Uh, scheduling abnormal, you know, learning environments. So yeah, I mean, I'm sure everybody's looking forward to getting back to the routine. It's hard to believe. Yeah. That, yes, we're going back to that routine. So I don't blame you for asking those questions. <laughs> right. I'm coming. Uh, so we are planning for normalcy. So uh, cautiously planning it. So um, we're gonna need, you know, um, we're, we are kind of working on that already through the summer program. So True. we know uh, we're, we're experiencing the routines that we were used to it. Uh, yeah. Even though the school is three days um, in school and two days virtual. Uh, but, you know, that's one of the goals is to really uh, get back on our feet and see what else we need to adjust. What, how do we make it back to normal? So it's really working very well so far. And uh, the orientation, that's going to be on a Friday, I believe, right? Uh, it's, yep, it's August. Before, uh, Thursday before. So the school calendar is on the website. The school website, please, um, you know, if you don't know the website, just Google the name of the school and it'll lead you to the website and, and go to the, uh, you know, to the icon to the top where it leads you to the students or the parents and it'll, you'll have, the, have a drop down. 
and to, that'll lead you to the calendar. And the calendar has all the dates and any other, um, you know, schedules that you need to be uh, familiar with and you, need, you may be interested in knowing. Yeah, and and questions are coming. So thank yep. you for keeping those questions in mind, you know, and, and sending them our way. So, so for the schedules, they will receive them on the day of orientation, uh, which is uh, per, again, as Ms. Samadhi alluded to earlier, go to the website, download that calendar. You will see the orientation between the August 27th and the 26th. It uh, depends on the school. You will get your schedules there. Um, in terms of being able to choose your classes, again, you would have to reference to your school. The building principals will be sending out something uh, here by the late July, early first week of August. You could take Arabic whenever you want. We highly recommend taking Arabic and really uh, emphasizing your language and building onto it. You could take Arabic all four years of high school if you wanted to, to really advance it. And we, we, we do encourage it. That is something that is true to our community and our hearts. And uh, we do definitely want to keep that going. So we wanted to stress the fact that the Chromebooks here, uh, we were basically the first um, you know, school to kind of give away uh, Chromebooks to all of our students. And that's for pre-K through 12. That will continue like Dr. Bazzi, you know, um, mentioned earlier. And so we're uh, looking at, uh, you know, most likely that the students will keep their Chromebooks um, in the new year at home to do their assignments, to do their studies so they don't have to carry materials back and forth, but also to keep it safe because bringing it to the school may kind of create um, more confusion, more issues. We want the students to really in experience back, you know, their learning through the books and, and other materials and resources uh, for maximum effectiveness of instruction. Uh, and then, you know, there will be some flexibility and more in, more directions on, you know, when to use the Chromebooks and where and how and all of that. But at least we know for sure that we will be providing the Chromebooks back to the students. Uh, they're being maintained, updated right now. Uh, so we want to continue to have our students be ready and experience the technology at the same time, be prepared for college and or be ready in case we have to switch back to a virtual will all be ready and have our resources with us. Okay. Well, we wear uniforms. Yes. I can't read that. Ms. Amari, that's you. <laughs> okay. طيب ليش صارت تبلش المدرسة بشهر ثمانية؟ Okay. سؤال. It's a good question. So, Alektir Mumtaz, allow me to speak in Arabic for the parent who asked. Because so in English, so I would, just the question was, why do we have to start the school before uh, Labor Day? So the reason is because all the schools in the state of Michigan have to put in 180 days minimum and 1,098 hours during the school year. When you add all the holidays that you we have between our culture and the uh, national holiday and the staff holidays and so forth, uh, you know, we spread them out. 
it all adds up to the same. It just, um, you know, it worked out really well for us, our school. Some others may spread the holidays differently. They may not match what we are looking for. And that's, we are different because we accommodate the cultural needs of our students and parents. And this is one of the things that we, we do that uh, doesn't have to align exactly with the other schedules. They don't do what we do. Hopefully, you know, you, you um, understand this and you hopefully, uh, if you need more information on that, please feel free to reach out to the principal at the academy and they would be more than happy to help you. Yeah, you will receive that um, during parent orientation. Uh, again, check with your building um, to see when your orientation is. It's usually, I believe, August 27th, but do check with the building principal. You will receive the student schedule on the spot um, on the day of orientation, and students and parents can meet their teachers uh, for their students or for their child. And so that is when you will receive your schedules uh, for K through eight. We're gonna use paper pencil or Google Classroom on a laptop. <laughs> Great question. Um, we're going to be in person, so you'll need both paper and pencil, believe it or not. And then Google Classroom will be used after school hours. Uh, so a pair, uh, I was a teachers will be uploading assignments to Google Classrooms. That will be more than likely your homework assignment to complete. Uh, so Google Classroom will be used outside of the classroom to complete your homework assignments uh, or for the teacher to share details and information to keep everyone abroad in terms of what's going on in the classroom. There was a question from Courtney. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Shadafuddin, for uh, putting that up. This is a great, great question, Ms. Bates. And I, I'm really glad that you asked this. Absolutely. Uh, we know it's been a year and a half. We have uh, tutorial services that come and provide support to all of the students throughout the day. We'll have our ACP after school program. Uh, they can also receive before school uh, tutoring with their teachers and or tutorial support. We have all measures in place, our counselors, social workers, because we still have that social emotional awareness as well. So everyone will be in place, ready to go to provide as much support as possible. You can always reach out to your teachers, building principal. Uh, we are an open door uh, school to where we really want to hear your feedback. And yes, tell us where we can support. We will provide it. So there was a question on snow days. Will we have will we have snow days? Uh, amazing question. Everybody's asking it though. Um, so that's the one thing that we're going to look for guidance from the state if they would allow snow days or they would expect schools to switch into virtual. So we're being flexible on that. As long as we meet the number of school days uh, that we are required to do. Uh, so if we don't, then we may have to switch into virtual. What that means is uh, if for some reason uh, there's a lot of snow and the weather is excessive and we exceed the number of snow days that are allowed, we may have to switch into virtual if it's permissible by the state. So again, the state dictates how we will use the snow days. So we follow the guidelines. We will keep you posted as these things become more clear to us from the state. And then the cost of the uniform, I guess uh, a, the, a letter will be going out from the principal, I believe Dr. Bazzi will provide Correct. more information about the uniform, the links, 
and then the parents can go online and then the cost will be displayed online and that's how you know you and we try to negotiate with the company to make sure that the prices are reasonable to the parents and so we are paying for the first uh, shirt and uh, from there on whatever the parents want to order that's uh, on them Students use textbook workbooks in the classroom. The answer is yes, uh, they will. Uh, thank you, Will, for that question. Uh, you also asked, uh, will new kids get uniforms? Absolutely. In your welcome letter, as Ms. Samadi alluded to, uh, they will have directions for you on how to order your uniform. Uh, you do get one free uniform uh, from the school. And if you'd like to purchase a sweatshirt, other uniforms, you have that ability to do so as well. So it's the new uniform and also a Chromebook for the new yeah. students. Each student gets one. Kids, okay, Zainab Abraham. Great. Okay. If you're referring to um, I think this is, it's, I believe this is probably a list of things to get. I don't know. Depends on what to get for our kids. So at, at orientation, um, or even look out for the principal's kind of welcome address, welcoming back. They will tell you like arbitrarily things that normally students will need to have, obviously, depending on the grade level, whether if you're in high school, uh, a calculator, if they need one, depending on the class they're taking. We have graphing calculators in the building for elementary, but probably, you know, crayons, pencils, all of that normal stuff that will be on the list. And at the day of orientation, teachers might have uh, a needs list too that goes into the syllabus uh, that you will also receive um from the teacher classroom teacher these are all great questions great questions keep them coming regarding there was a question regarding sports uh the mhsaa some schools are already conditioning that is correct they are some of the schools there is a dead week coming up uh so we will send more information uh from the principal and the athletic director here within the upcoming weeks about fall sports. So look for that. Missing. We're really excited and looking forward to having the students back. And I'm sure the teachers are really looking forward to that. <clears throat> All of us miss the normal school year and the presence of the students. Um, it's just not the same without them. Definitely. Will kids be uh, will kids without vaccines above 12 be allowed to attend school? The answer is yes. There is no regulation or state law that mandates any child getting a vaccine. That is family's choice. Uh, we recommend it if that's what you want to do. If that's what you decide to do as a family, that is your choice. Uh, but there is there isn't a mandate um, that they have to have to have it in order to walk into the schools. It's not on your immunization records, uh, so. And when is orientation? Again, check your school, go to your school website, check the calendar. The orientation date will be on there for 21-22. Uh, if you're still unsure, you're more than welcome to call the school or email the building principal, and they will definitely share that information with you. We will be heavily on social media these next uh, month, month and a half. So if you're not already subscribed to your child's school social media, please do Facebook, Instagram. Uh, there's Remind as well. Please make sure you sign up uh, so you can get all the information, text messages 
from the building principal because that is so important to stay informed about what's going on throughout the year. So um, the calendar has been updated. It's on the website, but we will be also sending it to the parents through the social media. So please do look forward to that. So that way it's directly available in your hands. And um, so if you, if you have any issues with the calendar, um, we'd love to hear from you, feedback, so we can look into how we continue to improve on things. So will masks be mandatory? Uh, we touched base on that. The masks are not mandated by the state, but however, anything could change at the last second. So um, if uh, students do travel, uh, we need to know ahead of time to make sure that they don't lose their spot from enrollment perspective. Uh, the enrollment is open throughout the school year. We continue to accept application and we would uh, accept uh, students based on you know the available openings in the grade level that we uh, the student may qualify for uh, priority is given to siblings and um, and um, the staff uh, children as well uh, but of course um, you know we uh, there's no other no requirement for getting enrolled just filling up an application so we have all the information the data uh, to make sure that uh, the, we can verify this, the grade level that the student is in and to make sure that the vaccination, the regular vaccination that is required by the health department is already in place. We're not talking about COVID, we're talking about the regular vaccination like at birth and you know the several months that the child goes through uh, over the years. Um, and then the main office is uh, the, you know, the staff at the main office are the staff to contact in case you need information about enrollment. Enrollment is online, Dr. Bazzi. I don't know if you want to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, it is. It, you can find that information on the website as well by going uh, to enrollment and you will see the link and that will take you to an application. It's a simple application. You submit that and then somebody will contact uh, the parent who had submitted the application and it walks them through the rest of the process of admitting the students. So admission Definitely. is based on first come first serve after yep. the uh, open enrollment period once the lottery is done. We did the lottery, we admitted what we, who we needed to admit based on, you know, the um, interested parents. Uh, but from there on, there's a waiting list. So we continue to admit based on that, the waiting list. So also the orientation is usually on the last week of August. So, um, and again, you can look it up on the website and or the calendar that will be forthcoming to you. And there's the admissions um, directly. So parents who are interested, as Ms. Samadhi said, it's open enrollment period. Um, and Ms. Samadhi mentioned SIE Canton is now open. They'll have a grand opening, beautiful building. Uh, yeah. beautiful building so we're taking applications through the summer there's a good question about quarantining after coming back from overseas be it from lebanon or iraq or any other country so again um you know by the time you arrive back um watch for the health department's regulations uh cdc's and or the local health department uh, google it and they'll give you directions on that we don't have that as yet i mean at this point uh, it depends on the status, if someone is is vaccinated, not vaccinated. 
so there are, um, it, it's quite detailed, so there's not enough time for us to go through this uh, uh, in this presentation. Uh, so I uh, recommend that you uh, Google the CDC requirements if you're traveling overseas. Uh, when you come back in August, things could change anytime. It could be better, so it's not required, or it could be worse. Depends on the variants and how far these variances are going and how serious they are. We're praying that, you know, we're going to go back to normalcy. We have a good feel about it, so we feel yeah. strongly that we are going back to normal. So, field trips, yes. Definitely. Definitely. That's part of the normalcy. So yeah. we want to have field trips. We want the students to experience, um, you know, the different things hands-on uh, through those field trips. Yeah. The Detroit Zoo is going to look like paradise when you go for the first time after going six times. So, um, yes, definitely field trips is part of the curriculum, without a doubt. I think we got through them all. So if you have any further questions, keep on coming. And you can also contact the school office. Uh, if you don't know the phone number, uh, you don't know who to contact, uh, just um, you know, check the website, the contact information for the main office. Um, whoever answers the phone, they will direct you. Depends on your question. They will direct you to the person who handles the answer, who can answer your question. So. If it's about schedule, they're connected with a counselor. If it's about, uh, you know, the general information, uh, if you need to speak with the principal, uh, they can refer you to that. If they can answer your questions, they will. Enrollment, they usually answer the question because they handle enrollment. Um, uh, myself and Dr. Bazzi, we're always available. We're there to serve you and serve the needs of our students. So, but be sure to always contact the school first because we wanna, we don't wanna do their job. You know, we wanna allow them and empower them to run their school to the best of their ability. We have confidence in them and I'm sure they're doing a wonderful job. But we're here to support you. If you ever need anything from us, um, you know, just uh, call us, leave us a message, we'll get back with you. Um, we appreciate the uh, compliments from Fatima uh, Banaja. Uh, that's, you know, it makes... Thank you. you know, we really appreciate We're doing our job. Um, you know, we're trying to do our job. If anybody feels we're not, feel free to reflect and send us. Um, see where, you know, what we can make things, how we can make things better. We're always, always looking for new ideas, suggestions. We want to stay on top of things. And um, our role, our goal is to see that our kids finish successfully finish high school and go to their co the colleges of their choices, receive, um, you know, reach their maximum potential while they're with us and get the maximum uh, amount of scholarship so they can really get free education if they can. You know, don't forget we have dual enrollment, uh, we have AP classes, uh, we have all kinds of, um, you know, options, uh, electives and so forth. Uh, our focus is, um, you know, the students' uh, career goals and preparing them for college. So definitely, and then coming back and get well. Thank you, um, and we are very proud of the parents and the kids. I really want to applaud the kids. It's been a journey, a challenging journey for them. 
and it's been a challenging and the parents the parents who had to get into teaching the teaching field when they are not used to that and they have not really gone to school for it but you did a great job helping us collaborating with us and you know it was a team effort and I want to thank all the staff, the administrators, the students, the parents, um, just whoever was a big piece of this to help us get over the hurdles. And we did it together. So alhamdulillah, thank God That's we made it work. And um, we take pride in our stakeholders who are supporting us and allowing us and empowering us to serve their kids and, you know, to do what's right for them. Definitely. And um, hopefully uh, they will remember us in their prayers and you know and see that we tried our best to do the job and we did a good job and i'm sure dr bassey feels the same way De definitely definitely and coming back and giving back to your community right that's a very yes. key part in your culture uh, not only graduating but coming back and, and helping helping the community and your culture definitely for the social distancing imagine if we're going back to normal um, the building is consistent consists of a limited number of classrooms. So, and the classrooms, the students are usually filled under normal situation. If we were to do social distancing, then at least one third of the students will not be allowed in the building. So I don't think social distancing is going to be uh, uh, possible. However, um, you know, the way the student desks are set up would take into consideration uh, the safe, um, the safest way of the setup, so students are not breathing at each other, and they're not, uh, you know, spitting, you know, kind of uh, uh, when they're talking to each other, they're not, uh, you know, uh, risking. Uh, with, if someone is not feeling good, they don't have any risk. Uh, plus, we have the, um, you know, nurse aides at the schools. When someone is not feeling good, we remove them right away. As well, you know, there's a temperature uh, thermometer that's, um, you know, uh, available. So we, all the staff are equipped with that. And, you know, these will continue to be in place so they can remove the student if need to when they're not feeling good to make sure they're well taken care of and the parents come and pick them up. And or maybe they're sent to the nurse aid to, um, you know, uh, be taken care of at, at that time. So Definitely. You know, we are, you know, we have the social workers uh, and the counselors will be working closely with our students uh, to accommodate any, um, you know, social, emotional uh, learning um, uh, needs uh, that are different than the normal academic. So, uh, and then teachers also will be um, more sensitive. Um, you know, they're trained actually to, to also uh, be more understanding and more supportive and accommodating, understanding that some students had it harder than the others. And it hasn't been um, really easy for the adults. So we understand it wasn't easy for the children. So yeah. all of the staff understand that, you know, it's a natural process. So your kids are our kids. Um, you know, we take our jobs seriously and this is our responsibility to do the right things for them, to make sure that they're well taken care of. And if we run short, please let us know, because if you don't tell us, we wouldn't know. It's impossible for us to see every child every minute of the day unless we are notified. So we're there to continue to do the right things for, um, you know, um, uh, for the right cause and for the, to ensure good, positive learning environment for all.
So we really appreciate you joining us, uh, all the parents who uh, are there and listening and, and trying to learn from, you know, our experiences and, and learn about the plans for the next school year. Um, we are looking forward to seeing you in the building as well in the fall, uh, August 30th and afterwards, and uh, we're excited. And uh, anything else, uh, keep your questions coming. If you are not thinking, you know, you, you're not, you didn't think of a question right now, but it may come up later, feel free to shoot us an email and or, you know, ask the principal and we're there. So we will be there. Uh, I know it's July now. It's um, a lot of the staff are on vacation. So uh, if we're a little bit slow on that, you have administrators who are taking a break as well because they need to re-energize and, <laughs> you know, they need to, um, you know, be ready for the fall. And it's been quite a journey. And uh, so we'll all work collaboratively to get things done. Our administrators are starting at the beginning of August. so. Mm -hmm and teachers will be starting um, towards the latter part of August to get ready, get their classrooms ready. And, uh, you know, we have some professional development scheduled for all of, all of our staff. Uh, we continue to have professional development for our staff throughout the year. Uh, we provide them with mentoring and coaching and, you know, especially for those who are new to the teaching position. Uh, most of our staff are returning, so we really um, we're looking forward to continuing this partnership together with them, and to uh, also for our students, um, you know, the returning students, the new students. I know this will be a very uh, wonderful um, experience for all. Definitely, uh, and they're all trained in restorative practices as well. So we're ready for these kids, and while they're on vacation, trust me. They're thinking about all of you and, and, and they're prepping uh, to have a great school year and we're all very excited for it. So any questions, feel free to call the school, email the building principal. Uh, we will get that information to you as soon as possible. But we do appreciate all the questions that have been asked throughout today's um, program. So there was a question about busing, so I gotta touch base on that. So we don't want to ignore any questions. So there is no busing. Parents are expected to drive their kids and bring them to the school. One main reason there is no additional funding for that, and then our students come from all over, so it makes it difficult for us to transport them. And there's also a very heavy shortage in bus drivers as well. So even if we were to have all the funds we needed and all the, there are no bus drivers. So it's limited. So this districts are struggling. The just everywhere it's an issue. So um, and it's safer. You know, I would say you know students riding in a bus uh, with so many kids in a large vehicle, it's um, you know probably better. You build a relationship with your kids when you drive them yourself. It's an opportunity to reflect, talk to them before they start their day to make sure that they're starting off on, on a positive uh, ground uh, and they feel the support that you have for them and they feel they're attended to. So that building relationship uh, is great at the beginning of the day through transporting them to the school. So um, this is where we are with the busing. So if you uh, don't have any further questions, uh, I believe we're close to the end of the session. 
I don't know, Dr. Bezzi, if you want to have a closing remarks on that. Uh, well, the closing remarks is I got goosebumps and I'm excited. I got my tennis shoes on. Uh, we're ready to go. We're super excited. We cannot wait. If school could only start tomorrow, what do you think? How about we just cancel summer break and just start tomorrow? What oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> is that a good idea or a bad idea? I don't know. Uh, but we are super excited. Um, building principals are super excited. They're definitely planning. It's going to be a great school year. We're going to have lots of smiles. We're going to give back to this community. Uh, and they're really going to shine. We're, we're super excited. We're ready. So on my end, I would say I'm just super excited. I'm Even though I'm back in the support center, uh, but I really miss the kids. I love it when I come into the school and I walk in the hallways. I get my energy back and it gets me uh, reminded all the time what we're doing, uh, you know, is for the kids and it's for the right thing and making sure we, uh, we provide top-notch quality education and it's not, our kids are deserving of the best. And uh, so we always look for curriculum that is highly effective. Um, you know, we are updating certain materials, making sure that, uh, you know, no child is left behind. We will continue to work with those who are challenged, you know, who are maybe a little bit behind and whatever it takes. You know, we have our team from the special education department to the bilingual department to, you know, the individualized instruction tutorial. We'll continue with the after school program. Uh, summer program will continue on, you know, year in, year out. Uh, and then also, uh, let's not forget the credit recovery. We, there's no, you know, no student will be allowed to fail. Every student will be empowered to pass and to make it work. We push the limits to make sure um, students are really trying their best and they're taking the credit recovery uh, where they may have fell short. It doesn't mean that you need to fall short during the, the school year. Yeah. That's not permissible in any way. This is only for exceptional situations where uh, some students are very challenged. They're not able to fulfill all the requirements. So we want all the students to be successful because when you apply to college, uh, they look at your transcripts and, and you see the credit recovery versus, you know, whatever it is. So um, you have more opportunities to get scholarships when you make it through the school year and you have high grades and you're working hard. So it's all demonstrated in the, and it, it, you know, they look at the transcript and, you know, how you fulfilled the requirements. So. Um, it's very important you follow the directions of the teachers and you take your learning seriously. High school from grades 9 through 12, the GPA counts. So anything you have at the ninth grade will impact you in the 12th grade. So we want students to take their GPA seriously, not for the sake of GPA, but for the sake of learning, because it's and learning without GPA is, is not uh, enough. And GPA without learning is not enough. So it's all inclusive. And, um, you know, your knowledge will be tested in college if you're not really doing your work and you're copying and whatever from others. That's going to show in your work in the future. It's going to show in your college in the future. Don't cheat yourself. You only, you know, the students only cheat themselves when they copy and paste. That's not acceptable. Uh, you miss out on the skills that you need to uh, build throughout the years uh, and you need to work hard. And if others work hard and you pick up their work, you're gonna, you know, you're not gonna be as as um, impressive and as successful. Trust me. I've done it. I've gone through it. I had to work hard to get to where I'm at, Dr. Bazzi. 
he just finished his PhD in the spring and, you know, he did not copy and paste. He had to work hard himself and, you know, he can tell you about his experience and, you know, the reward is immense. It's, it's really yeah. quite a bit. And it's, you know, his achievement. Look at him. He's now a superintendent. Congratulations. We're so thank proud you, of you. Thank you. Thank you. Superintendent sure or not, we are, we are definitely. The students are excited about that. <laughs> and we are all excited. You earned it and you thank deserve you. it. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. No matter what, what title I have, we're going to work together. No matter what, we're here for the kids. I think you started that 25 years ago, and it's going to continue for the next 25, 50, 100 years. So we're going to give definitely give back to this community. They deserve it. The kids deserve it. And it's time our community starts to shine. So we're definitely going to raise so them the up. schools are there to stay, and so as HES is there to stay. Right. With all the great, wonderful people that we have. And the parents, the students, and the uh, team members, all the leaders and the Definitely. teachers and so forth. So we want to close out the session with thanking all the parents and the students and the staff. Uh, we thank all the supporters. Thank you for being with us today and for all the questions that came across. And hopefully, um, you know, you you will be ready as well. We are ready. And we're excited and looking forward to seeing the students and the families. Thank you. Definitely. Thank you um, so much, everyone. HES Academies have been serving the Detroit metro area for over 23 years, promoting academic excellence, leadership, and cultural diversity, ranking as some of the top schools in the state of Michigan. Our pre-K through 12th grade students enjoy tuition-free, state-accredited education by STEM-certified and highly qualified staff with no geographical restrictions, and with advanced placement, college dual enrollment, scholarship, and Arabic language programs. Nor International Academy in Sterling Heights at NIAPSA.org. Star International Academy in Dearborn Heights and in Canton at StarPSA.org. Universal Academy in Detroit at universalpsa.org and Universal Learning Academy in Westland at ulapsa.org. Join HES Academies today and enjoy a free Chromebook for every enrolled student. HES Academies have been serving the Detroit metro area for over 23 years, promoting academic excellence, leadership, and cultural diversity, ranking as some of the top schools in the state of Michigan. Our pre-K through 12th grade students enjoy tuition-free, state-accredited education by STEM-certified and highly qualified staff with no geographical restrictions, and with advanced placement, college dual enrollment, scholarship, and Arabic language programs. Nor International Academy in Sterling Heights at NIAPSA.org. Star International Academy in Dearborn Heights and in Canton at StarPSA.org. Universal Academy in Detroit at UniversalPSA.org. And Universal Learning Academy in Westland at ULAPSA.org. Join HES Academies today and enjoy a free Chromebook for every enrolled student.